Section 100 of China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia as the narrator. Nemo as the rector. Eva Davis as the curate. Thomas Peter as the first parishioner. Todd as the second parishioner. And Sarah Hale as the third parishioner. The World's Story, Volume 1, China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 100. Ribs and Skin, by Unknown. Between the classical dramas in metre, it is the custom of the Japanese to introduce a little prose comedy like the following. The Editor. Dramatis Personae, Director of a Buddhist Temple, His Curate, Three of the Parishioners. Scene, The Temple. I am rector of this temple. I have to call my curate to make a communication to him. Curate, are you there? Are you there? Hello? Here am I. What is your reason for being pleased to call me? My reason for calling you is just simply this. I, unworthy priest, am already stricken in years, and the duties of the temple service weigh heavily upon me. So, do you please to understand that, from today, I resign this benefice in your favor? I feel deeply indebted to your reverence, but as I am still deficient in learning and as moreover no time however late would seem too late to me i beg of you to be so kind as to delay this change nothing could please me more than your most charming answer but you must know that though retiring from the rectorship i do not intend to leave the temple i shall simply take up my abode in the back apartment so if there should be any business of any kind please to let me know well if it must be so i will act in accordance with your august desire and mind though it will scarcely be necessary for me to say so that you do everything in such a manner as to please the parishioners and make the temple prosperous pray feel no uneasiness on that head I will do things in such a way as to please the parishioners right well. Well, then, I retire without further delay. So, if there should be anything you want to ask, come and call me. Your commands are laid to heart. And if any parishioner should call, please to let me know. Your injunction shall be kept in mind. <laughs> this is delightful to think of the joy of his ceding the benefice to me to-day just as i was saying to myself when will the rector resign in my favour when will he resign in my favour the parishioners when they hear of it are sure to be charmed so i mean to manage it in such a way as to give them all satisfaction i am a resident in this neighbourhood i am on my way to a certain place on business but as it has suddenly begun to threaten rain, I think I will look in at the parish temple and borrow an umbrella. Ah, here it is. Hoy! Admittance! 
oh there's someone hallooing at the gate who is that asking for admittance who is that hallooing it is i oh you are indeed welcome it is long since i last had the honour of coming to inquire after you but i trust that the worthy rector and yourself are still in the enjoyment of good health oh yes we both continue well uh, but i must tell you that moved by some impulse or other my master has deigned to resign the benefice in my favour so i pray that you will continue as heretofore to honour our temple with your visits that is an auspicious event and if i have not been before to offer my congratulations it is because i was not apprised of it well my present reason for calling is just simply this i am off to-day to a certain place but as it has suddenly begun to threaten rain i should feel much obliged if you would kindly condescend to lend me an umbrella certainly nothing easier i will have the honour to lend it to you uh, please wait here an instant oh very many thanks here then i will have the honour to lend you this one. Oh, i owe you very many thanks please always tell me if there is anything of any kind that i can do for you certainly i will call in your assistance but now i will be off are you going yes good-bye good-bye i am much indebted to you thanks for your visit ah well that is all right i will hasten on as he said i was to let him know if any of the parishioners came i will go and tell him what has passed pray are you in oh that is you how dull your reverence must be feeling no i am not dull somebody has just been here did he come to worship or was it that he had business with us he came to borrow an umbrella so i lent him one quite right of you to lend it but tell me which umbrella did you lend i lent the one that came home new the other day what a thoughtless fellow you are would anybody ever dream of lending an umbrella like that one that had not even been once used yet the case will present itself again when you do not want to lend it you can make an excuse how would you say you should say the request with which you honour me is a slight one but a day or two ago my master went out with it and meeting with a gust of wind at a place where four roads met the ribs flew off on one side and the skin on another so we have tied both skin and ribs by the middle and hung them up to the ceiling this being so it would hardly be able to answer your purpose something like that something with an air of truth about it is what you should say your injunction shall be kept in mind and i will make that answer another time now i will be going are you off yes good-bye good-bye what can this mean let my master say what he likes it does seem strange to refuse to lend a thing when you have it by you i am a resident in this neighbourhood as i am going on a long journey to-day i mean to go to the parish temple and borrow a horse i will go quickly ah here it is hoy 
Admittance. There is someone hallooing at the gate again. Who is that? Asking for admittance. Who is that hallooing? It is I. Oh, you are indeed most welcome. My present reason for calling is just simply this. I am off today on a long journey, and, though it is a bold request to make, I should feel much obliged if you would condescend to lend me a horse. And nothing could be slighter than the request with which you honor me. But a day or two ago, my master went out with it, and meeting with a gust of wind at a place where four roads met, the ribs flew off on one side and the skin on another. So we have tied both skin and ribs by the middle and hung them up to the ceiling. This being so, it would hardly be able to answer your purpose. Why, it is a horse that I am asking for. Yes, certainly, a horse. Oh, well, then there is no help for it. I shall be off. Are you going? Yes. Good-bye. Good-bye. Thanks for your visit. Well, I never. He says things that I cannot in the least make out. I spoke as my master had instructed me, so doubtless he will be pleased. Pray, are you in? Oh, that is you. Is it on business that you come? Somebody has just been here to borrow our horse. And you lent him, as he fortunately happened to be disengaged? Oh, no. I did not lend it, but replied in the manner you had taught me. What? I do not remember saying anything about the horse. What was it you answered? I said that you had been out with it a day or two ago, and that meeting with a gust of wind at a place where four roads met. The ribs had flown off on one side and the skin on the other, which being the case, it would hardly be able to answer his purpose. What do you mean? It was if they came to ask for an umbrella that I told you to reply like that. But would anybody ever dream of saying such a thing to a person who should come to borrow a horse? Another time, when you do not want to lend it, you can make a fitting excuse. How would you say? You should say, we lately turned him out to grass, and becoming frolicsome, he dislocated his thigh, and is lying down covered with straw in a corner of the stable. This being so, he will hardly be able to answer your purpose. Something like that, something with an air of truth about it, is what you should say. Your injunctions shall be kept in mind, and I will make use of them next time. Be sure you do not say something stupid. What can this mean? To say a thing because he tells me to say it, and then, forsooth, to get a scolding for it? For all I am now my own master, I see no way out of these perplexities. I am a resident in this neighborhood, and I am on my way to the parish temple, where I have some business. Well, I'll make haste. Ah, here I am. Hoy, admittance. There is someone hallooing at the gate again. Who is that asking for admittance? Who is that hallooing? It is I. Oh, a hearty welcome to you. It is long since I last had the honor of coming to inquire after you, but I trust that the worthy rector and yourself 
are still in the enjoyment of good health oh yes we both continue well but by the way my master moved by some impulse or other has designed to resign the benefice in my favour so i pray that you will continue to honour our temple with your visits that is an auspicious event and if i have not been already to offer my congratulations it is because i was not apprised of it to-morrow being a religious anniversary in my family i should feel greatly obliged if our worthy rector and yourself would condescend to come to my house for myself i will come but my master will scarcely be able to do so what has he any other business on hand no he has no particular business on hand but we lately turned him out to grass and becoming frolicsome he dislocated his thigh and is lying down covered with straw in a corner of the stable this being so he will scarcely be able to come why it is the rector that i am talking about yes certainly the rector well i am very sorry such a thing should have occurred at any rate do you please be so kind as to come most certainly i will come now i'll be off are you going yes good-bye good-bye thanks for your visit well i never he says things that i cannot in the least make out this time at all events he will be pleased pray are you in oh that is you is it on business that you come somebody has just been here to ask both your reverence and myself to go to him to-morrow when there is a religious anniversary in his family so i said that i would go but that you would scarcely be able to do so what a pity i should have liked to have gone as i just happened to be at leisure to-morrow oh but i said what you had instructed me to say i do not remember what was it then that you answered i said that we had lately turned you out to grass and that becoming frolicsome you had dislocated your thigh and were lying down covered with straw in a corner of the stable so that you would scarcely be able to go you really and truly went and said that yes really and truly well i never you are an idiot speak as i may over and over again nothing seems to be able to make you understand it was as if they came to borrow a horse that i told you to make that answer the end of all this is that it will never do for you to become rector get along with you oh won't you get oh, along dear won't oh, you get along dear. oh dear won't you oh, get dear. along oh dear but reverend sir for all you are my master it is an unheard of shame for you to beat me thus and for all you are the man you are you cannot be said to have been without your frolics either that you cannot when was i ever frolicsome if i ever was out with it quick out with it quick if i were to tell it you would be put to shame i am conscious of nothing that could put me to shame if anything there be out with it quick out with it quick well then i'll tell it i will out with it quick well then the curate here whispers a bit of scandal insolent rascal 
inventing things that i never did and bringing shame on your superior after this by the god of war with his bow and arrows i shall not let you escape me for all you are my master i do not intend to let myself get the worst of it fighting has the old fool learned a lesson oh oh i am glad i am glad i've beat i've beat deary deary me where is he off to after having put his master in such a plight is there nobody there catch him i won't let him escape i won't let him escape end of section one hundred this recording is in the public domain